Hey, the weekend is here and it's time to go fishing. One of the hot spots continues to be Rainy Lake, and Darren Duright Eilerson has all the details. When the wind's blowing, I don't care if you got cloud cover or sunshine, it doesn't seem to matter. On the days when you have some wind, walleyes are still pretty aggressive in three to six feet of water, and 30, 40, 50 fish days even are not uncommon. Meanwhile, NWT professional Dusty Minkie's having a lot of success on Leech Lake. Heck, we've been catching them on slipovers during the day, too, with these work outings. You know, I got quite a few guys in my boat, and it's kind of hard, you know, for everybody to cast or or to rig, say. So slipovers are a pretty good bet, and then dropping a bottom bouncer with a Northland spinner and a crawler because they're eating them crayfish, so just imagine mimicking a crayfish. We get you ready for the weekend today on FPBC. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. Day after afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go on fishing for Bunyan Country. Checking in with Darren Eilertson of Darren's Do-Right Guide Service, who's uh, farther north than, uh, than I expected him to be. You're up in Rainy Lake. I am on Rainy Lake, Kev. It's, it's a beautiful summer day, and... Um, it's a great day to be on Rainy Lake, or any lake for that matter. <laughs> you got you got that right. How long you been up on Rainy this uh, this time? I have been up here, boy, almost, uh, well, probably ninety percent of the time since the opener, actually. Really, really. Yeah. Um, it's has it been a good. Obviously, it's been a good year up there. It's uh, it's been fantastic the last couple of weeks. Fishing is uh, is really good right now. Um, lots of walleyes. I mean. When the wind's blowing, I don't care if you got cloud cover or sunshine. It doesn't seem to matter. On the days when you have some wind, walleyes are still pretty aggressive in three to six feet of water, and 30, 40, 50 fish days even are not uncommon. Wow. Uh, what what makes it so magic up there this year? Oh, you know, rainy's always good. I don't think it's just this year, but particularly in the month of June, you know, the walleyes are just coming off their spawn, and they stay shallow. Uh, for quite some time just to put the feed bag on and boy are they fun to catch when they're shallow they fight a little harder they bite a little harder you know we're just entering that time though we're we're going to start to see some changes you can get some deep fish now too but the fish in the shallows are so aggressive it's hard to leave them what are they what are they biting on these days jig and a shiner is always a standby that's always going to work over the last few years though i've really uh i really started using plastic paddle tails more there's there's days uh you certainly don't need to mess around with live bait at all you you can cast them, jig them, troll some rapalas, any shallow running uh, crankbait will work. You can cast crankbaits if you're a walleye fisherman and you and you like to cast. Um, it's a it's a neat time to be here. You know, uh, we, we did get a, a bit of a late start on summer. Do you feel like that's maybe extended that strong June bite a little further than it might normally have? Yeah, I think it did. I mean, usually by the 4th of July, um, we're starting to fish some up here. Anyway, and um, it's certainly, I, I think the weather has extended for, oh, maybe another week. This week's pretty warm, but uh, there's shallow fish available year-round. If they're not walleyes, they're smallies. Okay, yeah, that's the other thing about uh, the rainy system. There is incredible bass uh, out there and really a lot of action. Oh, yeah, you weren't kidding. The uh, the Canadian side of rainy is, is probably... Um, 
the better bass water. Not that you can't catch a lot of smallmouth on the American side. You can. But there's uh, there's a couple hundred thousand acres of Rainy Lake in Canada. And, um, again, it sounds crazy, but 30, 40, 50 fish days when you're fishing smallies are not uncommon either. And that will continue until, uh, you know, mid to late August. The current pattern's not going to change. Do you uh, have anybody who's after, uh, and I don't even know, I, I lose track, if we even can go after sturgeon right now? You know, sturgeon fishing is crazy, and uh, yeah, there's always people fishing sturgeon. Um, the season where you can buy a tag and actually keep one is, is now closed, but um, sturgeon are always available, not so much on Rainy Lake, although there are sturgeon in Rainy Lake. They're a little bit more rare, except in uh, some of the select current areas. Most of the sturgeon fishing is done uh, on the Rainy River still. Yeah. Do you ever go out sturgeon fishing? Absolutely. Yeah? They're fun to catch. It's uh, it's easy fishing, typically. You can uh, you can throw your good old-fashioned anchor in a rope or spot lock your trolling motor and sit and wait them out. It's, uh, it's kind of fun, and it's usually an early season thing, so it gives you something to do before the the uh, spring and summer madness kicks in. You know, I was talking to uh, a few people up on Lake of the Woods, and, and it's almost gotten to be more of a fever than walleye fever on Lake of the Woods. What is it about it that is so much fun? <laughs> you know, I wish I knew. They pull hard. It's like trying to reel in a cinder block that's fighting back. So I suppose that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the fun part. Boy, you, they're heavy, and they pull. They make... They make long. Uh, they make long runs. They don't necessarily have your drag screaming like a uh, like a Chinook salmon or a big pike or muskie might do. But boy, those methodical long runs and you can feel the power. It's uh, they're fun to fight. Yeah, yeah, and, and people are really, really into it. Yeah, big time. It's it's really changed in the last boy. I'd say even just the last five or six years, the uh, the number of people out there doing it has increased. Uh, I'm sure a thousand percent. So when you haven't been on Rainy, where else have you been fishing? Been on Leech quite a bit. Been an excellent bite on Leech, uh, as you probably know. And uh, other guides, uh, I'm sure, have been on the show talking about it. But the the bite on Leech has been fantastic this spring. And um, so I've been spending some time down there as well. Yeah, and uh, they're getting to the point now that I would think we're getting close to that uh, Walker Bay bite kicking in. For sure. They're going right now. They are. If I was uh, if I was looking for a big walleye, um, fishing some uh, some of those underwater points and sunken islands and weed line edges in Walker Bay is uh, is big fun for big walleyes. Okay. Um, so if we're going out fishing this weekend, it sounds like uh, pretty much anything you want to you want to fish for is biting. I tell you what, Rainy Lake is a great place to guide and it's a great place to vacation. And um, if you have the opportunity this summer to sneak up to Rainy. It's not just a June thing. The the shallow fish, like I said, have been going crazy. But once these fish transition out to more of the uh, mid-lake type structure, long points, uh, sunken reefs and sunken islands, those fish are going to stage in those areas until the end of August. And um, those, when the summer doldrums are hitting your favorite lake in other parts of the state, come visit Rainy. It, uh, it's just like Lake of the Woods in that sense. You find fish hot August days, and um, it, it's a blast, and the scenery is second to none. Yeah, you know, I, I was talking to G, uh, Bruce Jean a few weeks ago about that. That's one of the, the things. There's very little very little housing on the lake. I mean, it, a lot of it is surrounded by nat- national park or national, and so it's, it's just a, a gorgeous, gorgeous experience. 
Yeah, you know, you you don't feel like you're in Minnesota, really. You you feel like you're on a. Uh, oh, sorry about the noise. That's there. all right. A float plane buzzing by. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> They're probably on their way to a Canadian destination, and that's what I was going to say. When you're when you're fishing rainy, you feel like you're uh, you feel like you're in Northwest Ontario on some kind of a flying trip. But the beauty of it is, you can you can drive to it and and put in your favorite bass or walleye boat and go. But how far is it from uh, from Bemidji? Uh, it's about two hours from Bemidji is all. That's not bad. So, uh, no. I mean, you can even do make a day trip out of it if you were feeling the need, but certainly a weekend will do, and finding fish typically isn't that difficult. Okay. Is it an easy lake to handle or figure out if you're not familiar with it? <laughs> That's a good question, Kev. I get asked that one a lot, and I would have to answer, no, it is not an easy lake to navigate if you haven't been here before. Although, with the modern electronics available to uh, people these days, buy yourself that Lake of the Woods rainy chip. And uh, I believe they're available both through Navionics and Lake Master, depending on whether you've got Humminbird or Lorance Electronics. But Well, you know what? We're, we're having a tough time here, so while I got you, I just want to get to make sure we get your information out to people. If they want to use your services, how do they get a hold of you? Dang right. I appreciate it, Dev. They can call me direct. My phone number is 218-226-8488. That's 218-226. 226-8488. There are lots of guides here, and I'm sure Bruce Jean mentioned it, but don't be afraid to look up the Rainy Lake Guides Association online. That's Rainy Lake Guide Association. There's a lot of guys that uh, have the ability to take you out if I'm unavailable. All right, that's Darren Eilertson of Darren Do-Right Guide Service. Uh, thanks for taking the time today. We appreciate it. That's right, Kev. Don't book your trip with Snidely. Coming up next, Dusty Minky, professional walleye angler. We talk about the National Walleye Tour. We talk about Pagagama, and we talk about Leech. Fishing, the only sport with more logos than NASCAR. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Getting you ready for the weekend. We heard from Darren Duright Eilertson up on Rainy Lake. Now we're checking in with pro angler Dusty Minky, who's over in Grand Rapids getting ready for the big tournament on Pacagama. You're on the tournament uh, circuit, right? Yeah, the National uh, Walleye Tour. Cabela's National Walleye Tour. And how many tournaments we had so far this year in that one? We have two under our belts, and we have two more to go. How's the year been for you so far? Started off a little slow, but uh, the last tournament I made a nice jump up into Tool's place and uh, brought in uh, almost 38 pounds on the second day, so that was uh, pretty cool. Got to take home a little bit of money, pay for some gas. <laughs> hey, if we can pay for our gas, that's a good thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that second tournament, was that on Green Bay? Yes, that was on Green Bay. If if you can find the fish on Green Bay, that's an accomplishment. I mean, when you find them, they're huge, but finding them is very difficult. Yeah, especially in the spring. Like, later in the summer, you can catch them pretty good. But in the spring up there, it was pretty tough. And actually, both days, I think I got five bites each day, five or six bites each day. So, yeah, we grinded on them. And, you know, they're nice fish. So, yeah, that, that spring bite can be pretty tough, but it's fun because we were casting uh we were casting vibrating lures and uh that's awesome when you can feel the bite and reel in. what's it like for those who have not fished the great lakes what's it like fishing on a body of water that huge 
Oh, it's, I mean, when you first start fishing the Great Lakes, it's very intimidating. Um, but after doing it for, I think I'm almost on nine years now, it gets to be pretty fun for me because, you know, when, when you're a fisher averaging six to eight or nine pounds to win the tournament, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> but, um, you know, as, as any lake, you know, growing up Lake Mille Lacs, Leech Lake, those are very big lakes to me now. I feel like they fish a little small. Mm. Not saying that's the way the Great Lakes are, but, you know, we're, there's, we're taking 80, 60, 80 mile runs now um, just to get away from the crowd and get away from the fish that are pressured by the locals. Um, so it's pretty cool to see how, how things have changed on the Great Lakes. You know, it's always been known for like trolling bites. And now, now you see all these guys casting, casting, uh, plastics and vibrating lures. And it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Um, so what's the next tournament for you? I, I know you're getting ready for the Graha. We'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, on the tour, what's the next uh, tournament? You know, it's at the end of July, and it's at St. Marie, Michigan. So it's up where uh, Ontario meets Michigan on the Upper Peninsula. And to be honest, I've never fished there before, but uh, it sounds like a lot of fun. Like There's a river kind of involved with some locks that separates Lake Superior and, and uh, Lake Huron, so... I've never fished there, so I'm I'm excited actually. Yeah, I, I mean it's fun to experience new things, right? Oh, for sure, yeah, and, and something new like that with new sites, and I'm excited. You know, I don't have a history there, so we're doing a little bit of research and getting ready for that. And uh, next thing you know, it'll be here. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I assume, you know, prior to going up and pre-fishing, you're going to want to know as much as you possibly can. So that's where the Internet comes in handy, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. The Internet, you know, there's been past tournaments there, and, you know, uh, YouTube and Internet has all sorts of videos. And then you talk to some buddies that have fished tournaments there in different circuits, and some of the guys that traveled with have been there. And you just kind of put some knowledge together and... You know, everybody's kind of chatty now on the social media, so that that's something that kind of you know you got to take it all in with a filter though, and still at the end of the day go fishing. <laughs> true enough. True enough. Yep. Well, you're getting ready for the uh, the Graha tournament in, in uh, Grand Rapids area, the uh, the annual walleye challenge there um, tomorrow. Doing some pre fishing, and I actually talked to Bro Brosdahl while he was pre fishing there earlier in the week. The uh, thing that we talked about a lot was just how uh, incredibly complex but really good fishing was on Pokegamalek. Yeah, this this like, can be really good fishing. Um, you know, this time of year, though, it seems like the pressure and the nice weather kind of shut it down. So, like, everybody, like, a week or two ago was, like, creaming them out here. And then it's typical right before the Graha, we get this warm weather calm you know we don't want calm we want wind to make the fish bite you know right but that's what makes this this tournament kind of fun because it, it actually becomes a challenge and somebody always wins the tournament and, and i get to fish this with my dad and that's a big bonus you know i don't take a whole lot of time off to pre-fish for this i did a little last weekend and we're doing a little bit today this afternoon and uh we're just gonna go out and have fun nice how many years have you fished this one I've been fishing this one with Dad, I don't know, 
He's actually with me right now, probably five or six years. Okay. How, one, time we, one time we snuck into the top ten, and, and that's the coolest thing about this tournament. Is it is so much fun. It's for the Grand Rapids Hockey Association, and the whole town gets involved. You know, they pull you in the arena. It's You know, I've fished a lot of tournaments, and by far this one is the best run, and it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you, after being in that top ten, you want to get in that top ten. <laughs> Okay, and uh, again, the the lake is is loaded with really really big fish, so it takes a pretty big basket to win that one. Yeah, they're talking, you know, pretty what we're seeing in the bite. I mean, it's when it gets tough. If you have you know ten to fifteen pounds, you could sneak into the money. But they're, I think this year it'll be a little different with this late spring. I think you're going to see some high thirty pound bags for sure and they do the you know catch photo release in this mm-hmm. so there's there's not a live weigh-in with fish so it's it's calcu- pre-calculated you could say so so there's a little advantage there but uh even if you did get to weigh these fish they're very healthy because they feed on smelt out here and they fight uh so yeah it's it's a real cool body of water to me it's always a pretty good challenge you know, that's one of the interesting things, because we hear so much about, you know, on, on, on a lot of other lakes, the guys who are really into bass love bass because they fight so hard and walleyes don't fight that hard. It's really interesting to hear, you know, a lake where the walleyes actually are fighting hard. Oh, yeah, and I'll tell you this, I I spend most of my time around Leech Lake, and I got to fish there this week for some work outings, and, uh, and you're right, the, the walleyes typically in the spring when they're biting really good, they don't fight that hard, but... They just started eating crayfish this week, and go out on Leech Lake and catch a walleye this week. They're fighting twice as hard as they did, you know, a month ago, and wow. it's pretty cool because uh, when they eat those crayfish, it's like they just took steroids, man. <laughs> they're very, they're fighting hard. For those who are going out fishing this weekend, uh, not necessarily in a tournament, Leech Lake might be a good bet for them, huh? Oh yeah, they're still biting good on Leech Lake. You can. You can catch them pulling spinners. We've been doing real good right before dark on slip bobbers. You know, just go where the wind's blowing on some shallow points, find some rocks. Um, heck, we've been catching them on slip bobbers during the day, too, with these workoutings. You know, I got quite a few guys in my boat, and it's kind of hard, you know, for everybody to cast or, or to rig, say. So slip bobbers are a pretty good bet, and then dropping a bottom bouncer with a Northland spinner and a crawler. Because they're eating them crayfish, so just imagine mimicking a crayfish. Um, and then when when these strong mayfly hatches are going, they're really full, and uh, they'll always eat a leech. You know, I always say that's kind of like the after dinner mint. My buddy Gussie says that about certain lures. <laughs> but uh, you put that piece of chocolate in front of you after dinner, we always eat it, don't we? We absolutely do. That's a fact. Even though I'm not yeah. supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Any any place else you've been fishing lately? Uh no, just Leech Lake, uh doing a little bit uh, around the Bemidji area, taking some kids out there and we're doing the same thing, uh slip bobbers, Lake Bemidji, um fairly shallow, same stuff as Leech Lake. They all kind of fish pretty similar. Okay. Yeah, and it's really gonna heat up this weekend. I don't know what the, what does that normally mean for, for the angler? Yeah, like I was talking, the, the bug hatches, um, the, you know, you got to adjust. These fish are, are still a little shallow. That's because we haven't had a whole lot of warm water. 
so they seem to follow that that temperature. So you might have to start looking a little bit deeper than what we've been looking the last couple of weeks. Okay. That and we're starting to a bonus with the warm weather is the weeds are starting to grow up too. So you know, don't forget about the nice green weeds, cabbage especially, especially when they're on deeper rock spots. That's where I'd try. Okay. So you got a big tournament tomorrow, then we're uh, then off to the National Walleye Tour later in the month. About what time do you head out uh, there, and how much uh, pre-fishing do you usually get in? Yeah, we we leave the week before, and I believe it's the last weekend of July up there. Okay. So I'll head out, uh, you know, around the 19th or 20th, and uh, we stay in a couple of different places. Like, for a few days, we'll stay on a certain part of the water to figure that out, and then we'll move closer to town as the tournament comes by and try to figure out that area. So we got a little bit of strategy. I travel with a couple of other guys, and we kind of break down the water together. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, people think it's kind of a vacation, but uh, it's actually quite a chore, and it's some long hours. And especially this time of year in the heat, it uh, it's a lot of work. But you know what? It can be a lot of fun, especially last tournament on Green Bay, my partner. Travel with John Hoyer. He won the tournament. So wow, that's our ultimate goal. You know, at the end of the week, if if we can win or bring home some money and pay for gas, it's, it's a good time. How many years you been on the tour? I think I'm going around nine or ten now. What is the lure of tournament fishing for you? Uh like my favorite lure. I mean, uh, what 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 is it that 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 makes you want to do tournament fishing? Oh. The lure. Okay. I just, I like, I'm a competitive guy. I grew up playing sports. Uh, I've won a couple tournaments earlier in my career. And, and then when you do good and you take second or a third or a fifth, it, it's just addicting. Uh, like I say, you're a race car driver, you're a mechanic, um, you know, except we do, we're our own pit crew. I don't know. It's, it's just the whole part of it. it it's a lot of fun for me. Every week is a roller coaster, you know, like your tire might blow out, um, you run out of gas, which I did last year, we won't talk about that this time, <laughs> but, um, you know, like, but at the end of the week, if you take a 12th place or a 5th place or you end up winning it, I mean, that's that's why you do it. And I think the guy that controls the roller coaster, the ups and downs the best, um, does well. And then uh, it's just the competitive part, I mean, it's not too much for the money, uh, you know, you, I think the bass fishermen make more money. For us, it's more of a hobby. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely the it's the competitiveness in, in me. And, 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 like, at the end of the month, going to a new body of water and figuring it out, you know, like, that's what I'd done as a kid. We'd take a family vacation at a new lake every summer. And at the end of the week, if you figure out the bite, you know, that's, that's part of the fun, too. Yeah. Hey, if people want to keep up with you, keep tabs on how you're doing, uh, is there a way for them to do that? Yeah, I'm on Instagram, uh, Dusty Minky. I'm also on Facebook. Um, that's probably the best way. Otherwise, if you watch the National Walleye Tour, we have live weigh-ins. National Walleye Tour is also on Facebook. They have great videos. Um, you can follow some of my partners that I travel with also, uh, Bill Shimoda and John Hoyer. We stay pretty pretty active on social media. Okay. Hey, Dusty, we appreciate you taking the time. We wish you the best of luck uh, tomorrow at on uh, on Kapokegama and, of course, uh, later in the month in the uh, NWT. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks, Kev. Take care. Official, Bob Born, yeah.
Country! Country!